folks. Uh, we'll, we'll start here in the interest of starting on time, and thank you all for being here. Welcome to Bernadette, Uzoma's mother. We're delighted to have you with us today for Bible study here at Shades of Grace. Thank you. Come in. The, um, the interesting thing for me about Bible study is that when you start a new passage, sometimes it, it uh, seems a little distant or you're not quite sure. You know, even trying to teach, you say, how am I going to teach this? Where does this come from? But the fascinating thing is you just keep reading every day over and over and over. And as you read every day over and over and over, what happens is what started to seem obscure and distant starts to seem like the most important verses in the Bible. And that's certainly true with today. We're, of course, in the Gospel of John, as you all know, and we're starting where we left off with verse 16. And as I read through 1631, the, um, it, it grew on me. And as we go through today's lesson, I'm going to challenge you with the great importance with each word in this, these passages. And as I try to pick some music to go with today's lesson, I, I, I came down to two uh, beautiful pieces of music. Couldn't choose between them, so you're going to get two pieces of music today. But um, in, in uh, John 14, 19, uh, Jesus said, because I live, and we all know what hymn that reminds us of, and um, then in verse 31, Jesus said, Arise, and I have a beautiful piece of music to share with you. Uh, arise, and let's go to Jesus. So we'll start with the music. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to Assurance, the 
This child can face uncertain times because he lives, because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives, all fear is gone because I know, yes I Just because he lives And then one day I'll cross that river I'll fight life's fight No war with pain And then as death Gives way to victory I'll see the lights of glory and I'll know my Savior lives because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know yes I Just because he lives, because he lives. We are about to start celebrating Black History Month uh, tomorrow. And um, this verse 31 where Jesus says arise reminds me of the old African-American hymn, uh, I will arise and go to Jesus. Oh, that's lovely. Come ye sinners, poor and needy, weak and wounded, sick and sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, love, and power. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms, in the arms of my dear Savior. Oh, there are ten thousand charms. Come ye thirsty, come and welcome God's free bounty, glorify true belief and true repentance, every grace that will bring you nigh. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms, in the arms of my dear Savior. Oh, there are ten thousand charms. 
Come ye weary, heavy laden, lost and ruined by the fall. If you tarry till you're better, you will never come at all. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms, in the arms of my dear Savior. Oh, there are 10,000 charms. Let not conscience make you linger, nor for fitness fondly dream. All the fitness he requireth is you feel your need of him. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms, in the arms of my dear Savior. Oh, there are 10,000 Charms. I, uh, I'm singing out of the 1946 Baptist Green Broadman hymnal for those of you that are uh, former Baptists or might remember the old Broadman hymnal. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful hymnal and uh, it does give credit to the African-American heritage. And I have an old songbook of African-American songs. And, and on the first page of my African-American songbook, it says, people of Caucasian persuasion should not attempt to sing these songs. So, <laughs> uh, but we, we love those old, old, uh, old dear, dear hymns. Um, the, um, I'm a little bit hard of hearing. In fact, I'm very hard of hearing, so y'all speak up to me. But do we have prayer concerns today? Is there things that you all need to tell us that we need to lift up? Yes. Cousin Nancy lost a grandson. Very sorry. Yes. Very sad. Other other concerns that we have here today. Claudia's mother. Are there others? Our street friends. Yes, absolutely. Cold weather and harsh times and difficult times. Yes, absolutely. Yes, Brother Will. We received a call here a couple of hours ago about a man who froze to death in Kansas City during the cold weather. His family called us about helping them with that service. So remember that. We don't know that. Froze to death. So sad. It's really, we, uh, uh, we, our heart goes out to those who are struggling and you know, it's, it's interesting about people who are on the street, but my, my thought is that, that every one of those folks is there for a reason. It didn't just 
happen without a reason. There's something, whether it was a loss, a mental health issue, substance issue, we encounter people who, um, with healthcare bills, that lose their home through healthcare bills, and um, just a variety of issues that put people on the street. And um, the ones that I talk to are generally either from here or have a connection here. There's a reason why they're here in Kingsport, and there's a reason why they're on the street. And sometimes it's it's helpful just for them to be able to tell us their story, to tell us their story, and it's helpful to us to listen and hear their story. Let us uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for this day that you have given us to study your word. We're thankful, Heavenly Father, that we have the opportunity to gather here in this beautiful place, God's living room, shades of grace. For each of these prayer needs, Lord, just reach down and touch each situation. You know how to do that. You know those needs. You've heard us call for your help. Heavenly Father, touch hearts that the hearts can feel your presence and know that you are God and that you are with us. Bless us as we study your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, Pastor Regina was... uh, leading us through John 14 and got down to verse 16. And uh, this, we're, there's, there's, there's so much that is here in just a very few verses. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's an exciting time because Jesus is telling us some really important things. And, he's, and John is telling us things that we don't really find concisely, if at all, uh, in the other Gospels. So starting in verse 16, John 14, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may be abide in you forever. Another comforter. How exciting. This is something that's going to happen. Jesus is telling us what's next. He's not just going to leave us. He's going to leave us with a comforter. And this comforter is going to cover a lot of of issues, a lot of needs. We're going to talk more about this comforter. And in 17, even the spirit of truth, whom the word cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth within you, and shall be in you. Every word there is profound. We're getting the word spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. This is the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Um, the, um, th- this, is, this is what is going to be with us when we don't see Jesus anymore. The twelve are listening to him. But they're not going to see him, but the Spirit will be with them to comfort them and us. And this, he, he answers the question of where is this Spirit dwelleth within you? It's in, in us. We're, it's a gift that is inside us that we carry with us. And isn't it wonderful that it's one of those gifts that, that we all get? Everybody gets equal shots, you know. If you were raised in a large family and you're the last little kid to get the, 
the, the, the chicken leg or whatever it was. Here it is. It's a gift to everybody equal. You know, it's, it's different from the thought of conscience because we build up our conscience with life's experiences. Our mamas tell us things like, your sins will find you out. And when your sins find you out, I'm going to give you a whipping. And, and uh, you know, uh, so, so there, we can each have different experiences, but the Holy Spirit is with us, dwells within us. We don't have to hunt for where it is and shall be in you. And in verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. How reassuring. Yet in a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you shall see me. The magic words, because I live, ye shall live also. Wouldn't you like to have been sitting there with Bill and Gloria Gaither when they sat down to the piano and wrote those beautiful words to because, because he lives. And just right out of 19, because I live, ye shall live also. Every word profound. The promise of eternal life right there in verse 19. Because I live, ye shall live also profound and in verse 20 at that day ye shall know that I am in the Father and ye are in me and I am in you and there's more instruction this just gets better as it goes on he that hath my commandments and keepeth them he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So Jesus is telling us what to do. Keep the commandments. We're, we're supposed to love. Love the Father. We're, we're to keep his commandments. And in verse 22, Judas saith unto him, and this is not Judas Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? And Jesus answered and said, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Promise after promise, a promise of the future. And in verse 24, he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Further profound information because Jesus is telling us what his authority is, that he's passing on the word from the Father which sent me. And in verse 25, these things have I spoken unto you, being ye present with you. Jesus is explaining, I'm telling you this important information while I'm standing here with you. 
and in 26, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatever I have said to you. Again, the Comforter, again, the Holy Ghost, the Father will send in my name. We, that phrase, we pray all the time in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Father, in my name. And that the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, is going to teach us all things. So we're going to learn. Isn't it, isn't it fun that we wake up every day and if, are we... Are we people who get to learn something every day or do we already know everything we need? You know, it's kind of kind of kind of two sets of people, you know. A lot of these people that talk on television, they already know everything. Man, that's it's like they got all the information they ever need. Not seeking any new information. How about that? And um, you know, some folks got they know it all. We call them know-it-alls. But what fun it is to think that we can learn, and, and, and that's exactly what Jesus says in the red-letter edition, teach you all things. We can, we, part, part of why we read Scripture over and over is because we grow in the Scripture, and it means more to us as time goes on and as our life circumstances change. Uh, scripture that didn't grab us previously can grab us real hard when we're sick or got a child in jail or whatever life circumstances are that hit us uh, we, we can we can learn new things and and the Jesus goes on to say bring all things to your remembrance whatever I have said unto you so he's kind of thinking we're going to forget some of this. The, 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 the 12, they're going to forget. But the Holy Spirit is going to be a reminder, going to bring it back, going to teach us, going to, going to be there with us long term to keep reminding us, keep, keep bringing it back. Whatever I have said unto you, we're going to be reminded. An outside reminder within us that's going to uh, going to keep us informed and keep us going. And in verse 27, peace I leave with you. Shalom, peace I leave with you, my peace. I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, how we love those words, how it rings with us. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You know, um, the, um, a lot of the things that happen in the world happen because people are afraid. They've lost their peace. They've, the, 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 the behaviors that we see as bad, perhaps on the street or in the media, things that people are afraid, you know, uh, these, sometimes it's someone on the street who's afraid. Uh, sometimes it's the police who are afraid. They're, it's, uh, you know, uh, it, uh, fear 
can take over? And, and the answer to fear is the peace, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace that gives us comfort, the peace that we have to carry with us, the peace of the promise. The, uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you're sympathetic to people who are uh, afraid. Um, I was driving down Broad Street one day several years ago and there's a lady policeman by herself and uh, she was fighting with a guy who was fighting her back pretty mightily. And I, I went by and just saw it out of the corner of my eye and I thought, better make a U-turn. Maybe I can call for help for this lady or you know, I'm not going to get into it, but maybe I can call for help or something. I made a U-turn for this lady policeman who was wrestling this guy bigger than her. And about the time I made a U-turn, she grabbed him by the hair of the head and hit whacked his head on the side of that car three times. And it's like, man, she don't need any help. I don't need to call anybody. <laughs> it's like, stay out of her way. Uh, but we have good intentions. Um, the, um, in, in verse 28, ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and I come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Every part of this message is Jesus is telling us what's going to happen. So now he's, say, he's, he's saying he's going to go away. He wants us to know that he's going away. He wants the 12 to know that he is leaving because he doesn't want them to be surprised. He doesn't want them to feel like they're a failure. He doesn't want them to feel like he's a failure. He's telling them he's going away. He's telling them he'll come again. And he's saying to rejoice, be happy, be glad. Uh, and and uh, I go unto the Father. He's telling us where he's going. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes to pass that when it comes to pass, you would believe. This is for us to understand and for the 12 to understand at the time that Jesus is following a plan. He is doing what he's been told to do. He's telling us not to be surprised, not to be unhappy, not to be uh, caught off guard, but he's building our faith because he's telling in advance exactly what's going to happen. When it comes to pass, ye might believe. In verse 30, he goes on to say, Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. It's a little bit uh, interesting that he says, I will not talk much, and then there's lots of red-letter words throughout the rest of the Gospel of John. He goes right on and says a whole lot, it seems to me, but he's, he's uh, saying that he's not going to talk as much, perhaps. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me the commandment, even so I do, 
Arise and let us go hence. Arise, love that arise. The, um, uh, these words are so important to us because uh, Jesus is looking to the future and preparing us for the future just like he prepared the 12 for the future. Um, and the use of the word peace is so important because he wants us to find peace. He wants us not to be afraid. Um, if we could teach uh, our young folks what, what we would love to teach them is to seek peace. If we, if we went out every day to seek this peace that Jesus has, has given us, um, uh, how, how wonderful that would be. Um, you know, part, part of what we're looking at with these verses is what you could say is Jesus' farewell. Um, you could call it Jesus' last words. Um, that's an interesting subject in itself. What, what, what are people's last words, you know? The, um, uh, for Martin Luther King Jr., his speech down there in Memphis at the Lorraine, when he was standing shot at the Lorraine Motel, we remember his words from the speech for those sanitation workers. We remember his, I have a dream speech, his last words that ring with us. Um, the um, last words is an interesting subject because as a medical doctor, I've heard a lot of people's last words. Um, the, uh, uh, I, and and it's, it's interesting how people of faith uh, keep their faith. There's so many people that uh, would describe uh, where they're going, the faith they have, um, and uh, their their faith is is right with them as they go. Uh, I've, I've told some of you before about our Methodist minister, the Reverend Jim Edcox. I was visiting him uh, one time, and we were talking about last words, and he was telling me the story about the. Uh, uh, the, the, the preacher who, the Methodist preacher was preaching a, a funeral and he said, um, uh, I was at the uh, Holston Valley's ICU visiting the deceased and, and uh, matter of fact, I have his last words. He said he, he wrote something down for me and I forgot to read it and I stuck it in my pocket there in the I see you, let's see what his last words were. He pulled out this piece of paper and he read it and it said, Dear Preacher Jim Edcox, you are standing on my oxygen hose. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the, uh, that's the kind of guy that Jim was. He uh, had a lot of faith and he put some humor in with his faith. But um, these, these last words, Jesus is telling us that he's leaving and he's given us a speech, and he's given us his last words. Um, the, he describes the, the advocate, the, the spirit. What is this spirit to do for us? <clears throat> he says, the spirit will be with you and will, will abide in you. Um, the, the spirit will teach you everything that you need to know. 
the Spirit will remind you of who you are. The Spirit will testify on my behalf. The Spirit will prove to you that the world is wrong. The, 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 the direction the world is going oftentimes is the opposite of where we need to be going. The Spirit will tell you that the world is wrong. You know, that's, a, that's kind of a harsh feeling when, you, when you're thinking that everybody's going in a certain direction. That could be family or business or healthcare or a church, but you have a, a sense of, wow, I can't believe they're headed off in that direction. And that's a time that the Spirit can remind us that the world may, may be going in the wrong direction. Um, the, the Spirit is going to teach us everything that a Christian needs to know. And uh, this, this Spirit is our gift. Um, The, um, the other thing that the Holy Spirit can do as an aspect of the Trinity is to provide us with a completeness of who God is, that we may know and experience God from prayer for goodness in the world, a potential power of goodness, creating power, continuing to create, redeeming power, power that exemplifies Christ, power of removing our sin, sanctifying us. You know, uh, this, this uh, spirit reminds me of the story of my, my dad used to tell about being in a in a church over in southwest Virginia and this fellow was jumping up and down in the pews and shouting and hollering and kind of just overly enthusiastic bubbling over with waving his arms and jumping up and down and and uh, the fellow sitting behind him says brother said uh, could, could you hold it back a little bit and and the, the one jumping up and down he says I'm full of the Holy Spirit I'm I'm full of church. Uh, I've got the spirit. Fellow behind him says, "Well, you didn't get it in this church." So, <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting about how excited we can be in church. Uh, the uh, uh, I've been in foreign countries where they would put sheets out, and 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 the the ladies would. And some of the men, but particularly the ladies, would get so full of the Spirit, they would finally fall down and they would put sheets over them to keep them uh, properly covered. And I've been in lots of churches where they would set three towels on the piano because they'd have to towel the piano players off as they would wear down. And the, uh, several years ago, I was going to sing down at the uh, New Canton Church and I inquired about, well, is there a piano and what's the condition of the piano? And the lady who invited me said, well, 
I checked on that piano. She said they had a big service there last Sunday, and they've slapped three keys and two pedals off the piano. <laughs> so uh, how excited we can be as we fill with the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, sometimes we can really get uh, overly filled with uh, the Holy Spirit. But um, to, to me, a lot of the world's troubles come when we have not heard these verses, when we've not really received the Holy Spirit when we've not accepted the peace. We, we, we disturb the peace. We disturb the peace we're given. We, uh, we bring a lot of trouble on ourselves because we do not uh, follow this message. So in conclusion today, uh, we are given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the, as we look to where it is, it re, the Holy Spirit resides within us. And the Holy Spirit is there because Jesus lives. And he will return and claim us also. And he tells us to keep his commandments. And he says the Comforter will be with us. And we will be reminded of the things that we need to know and we will be left with this shalom, the peace, which we are given as a gift, and we can only turn it away or disturb it or refuse it to mess it up because it is a gift to us. And we know that Jesus told in advance what was going to happen to him and left us to rejoice in his life. And I think that... Uh, as Will often wants us to be happy in church, we do want to rejoice for the good news that uh, we have. So thank you all for your attention. Do we have comments or thoughts about today's lesson? Thank you for mentioning the word truth because it, it, it's an issue. Um, the, uh, some of you have heard me quote my wife Liz. My wife Liz has a saying, nothing changes till somebody tells the truth. Somebody's got to tell the truth and then you can, you can change, whether it's family or an individual or a church or politics or business or whatever but you got to get down to the truth and and um, the truth's hard to come by you know um, I 
I thought uh, science was important years ago, and I thought science was pretty solid and pretty well thought out. But you know, as 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 uh, times have unfolded, what we've learned is a lot of science is tainted. Uh, it's tainted with money. So you have all these, like you got the the Boeing airplanes and they're putting less bolts in them and putting them up in the air to save money. And we have drugs on the market that really aren't fully studied. And the, the things that, that we thought was pretty solid science, some of, the, some of pretty solid science turns out to be weak science. And um, it gets down to what, what is the actual truth. And we, we love the Bible, it's the truth. And the things that as we, that, the Bible gives us our roadmap, and as the world is feeding us information, we've got our roadmap, and we've got the Holy Spirit, and we can put the test on it. Do I, do I believe this? Is this the truth? What is the the truth? The one one of the most fun things in life is how the questions are really what may be important. The answers could change. Things can be different from one time or another. Answers can change. But life's great questions, uh, who am I? What am I here for? What am I supposed to do today? Uh, how can I be a better person? The questions of life stay with us. And, uh, uh, and the truth uh, is the direction we seek. Other comments from the group here?